somewhere deep inside Texas. This is Piper's Talk Radio Show with your host, George McCormick. This is another day and another interview here on the House of Briar Piper's Talk Radio. And I am your host, all the way from Texas, Piper George. Y'all, I got a man on the phone with us today. Everybody knows his name. Lots of people have his pipes. He's not afraid to speak his mind, his opinion, and tell you like it is. His name is Walt Kanoy. He's a pipe maker. He's got seat, he's got Kanoy pipes, and he's got Cardinal House pipes. Walt, Walt, how are you today, sir? I'm doing just good. How are you doing? Man, I am doing wonderful. I'm doing absolutely wonderful, man. How long have you been making pipes, bud? Well, um, to be honest with you, it's kind of hard for me to pin down. Um, I started making pipes somewhere in the mid to late 90s. Um, and uh, to, to make it official, I started selling pipes that I was making in, in 1999. So I started my pipe making business in 1999. All right, well, that's that's actually a... That's actually a long time. Most people I talk to have only been making pipes for a couple of few years, so you're one of the more experienced veterans in this. What got you started making pipes? Well, you know, my my story is probably the same one you've heard dozens and dozens of times. Um, you know, the, I, I got into cigars back in the mid-'90s. Um, the big cigar boom was going on, and, uh, you know, I had an uncle that smoked pipes, and going to his house, you know, I, I always enjoyed that, that smell of his, uh, Sir Walter Riley and Prince Albert. And, uh, you know, going into the pipe shop to get my cigars, you know, I'd always smell that because the owners of the pipe shop at the time, they weren't really cigar smokers. They were old school pipe smokers, you know. So, uh, of course, going in there and that smell reminded me, you know, to make a long story short, that's what got me interested and smoking pipes in the first place. So, yeah, going into the pipe shop there, I bought my first pipe and a couple of ones of tobacco, and it was all downhill from there. <laughs> downhill. You know, I smoke, I go to a little uh, cigar and pipe shop in Tyler, and uh, when I, uh, they finally got me to start smoking a cigar here about a couple months ago, first cigar I ever smoked, and, uh, and I said, well, here, y'all ought to try smoking smoking a pipe. I said, I'll, I'll line y'all up with some good tobacco and stuff. Y'all give it a try back in that lounge there. And they said, they said, oh no, we're not going to start slumming. When you started making your pipes, did you start with a pre-build, pre-drilled block and stem or did you start actually from scratch from the ground up? Well, I, I started with pre-drilled blocks. You know, that, that pipe shop I was just telling you about, you know, of course, after I got a, a couple of, uh, a couple of pipes and got into pipe smoking, um, and again, you've heard this story a thousand times. They actually had the uh, pre-drilled blocks of wire with the stem stuck in them right there on the shelf in the pipe shop. And, uh, and I was looking at it one day, and I said, heck, you know, I'd, uh, I'd like to try to carve my own. And, uh, and yeah, I got one of those, uh, one of those blocks of wire and uh, one of those pipe kits. And uh, got me a couple of files and some sandpaper and uh, went home and uh, 
probably took me about a week filing on that uh, block of wire to come out with something that, that kind of resembled a pipe. And, uh, and you know, at the time, it, it was the first pipe I had made, and, and I was pretty darn proud of it, you know. Um, looking back on it, it's probably the ugliest pipe I've ever seen. But at the time, you know, something I made, it was my first pipe, and, and I was pretty proud of it. Um, I had fun making it, and uh, the owner of the shop was happy to, to keep getting some more uh, blocks of wire in stock, you know, pipe-making kits in stock for, for me to try. So probably my first 10, 10 or 15 pipes were, uh, were actually those pre-drilled pipe-making kits. All right, so you start with that block of pre that pre-drill block. Was that briar harder to work with the first time you did it than you'd imagined? Kind of hard for me to remember that long back, but I don't I don't recall it being harder to work with than I thought. But honestly, I I don't think I had any expectations going into it at all because really I had no woodworking experience at the time. So I, I wouldn't have known at the time that a block of briar was harder than a piece of pine or some, you know, a block of balsa or, or anything else. So yeah, you had nothing to compare it with. Did uh, did that first pipe you you made come out like you actually envisioned it in your head? Well, no, not really. I mean, you know, at the time, most of the pipes I had been exposed to were you know, Fancy car freehands that had all kinds of little uh, little flutes and lines and stuff uh, running through them, and uh, and I didn't really know it, but the block wasn't really drilled to that kind of pipe. The block was set up to be you know like a straight pipe, something classical like you know beard or something like that. So I took this straight drilled pipe and and I kind of made a roundish sort of lump out of it, and then I took some round files tried to file some, some little round grooves, you know, spiraling around it and, uh, and make it all fancy like all those freehands that I saw. And, uh, and when I was done with it, I knew it, no, it looked nothing like those uh, fancy freehands that I had seen. Um, not even close, nowhere near as graceful, you know, it was just kind of this lumpy ball with grooves carved in it. Um, so, so no, it, it really didn't look anything like what what I wanted it to, or what I had imagined it would. But again, you know, having just finished carving my first first pipe, you know, I, I it, when I when I looked at it, when I held it in my hands and looked at it, it, it had like this, this golden aura, kind of kind of regal glow around it, like ah, the heavens opened up, and there's my first pipe in my hand. So I, I guess it was really at the time kind of blinded to the ugliness of it. <laughs> Because I was just so proud of having made my first pipe, but no, it, it didn't turn out anything like what what I had had expected it to. All right, well that's cool, and uh, and so you've been making them roughly since '99, and you got two brands of pipes out there, two lines of pipes. What you got? Uh, that's correct. I have my Canoy uh, pipeline, which uh, um, that. That's the line that goes back to '99. Um, of course, when I when I started making, um, and and you know nowadays all you know these these guys come up with you know neat neat names for their lines of pipes and you know their company names and stuff like that. Well, back then, pretty much anybody who carved a pipe, their their brand name for their pipe was just their name, you know. So my brand name for my pipes was Canoli Pipes, 
and uh, you know, pipes were were started back in '99, and and those started out as you know my my kind of freehandish, you know, Danish sort of um, um, Nordic kind of inspiration sort of stuff, and uh, and they started out at you know around the $150 range, and through uh, years as I honed my skills and uh, um, got got better at what I was doing, acquired better uh, material. Uh, studied up on on uh, uh, really how to make great pipes. Um, my Kenoi line of pipes evolved uh, into sort of the the high grade pipes that they are now. So now you know they they sell uh, probably six seven hundred dollars and up. And uh, what I decided to do late last year was I I wanted to introduce sort of a uh, a more of a value. You know, not a high grade pipe and not an entry level pipe, but kind of a kind of a middle of the road um, value sort of pipe that had all the fit and finish of a high grade pipe, but with you know with kind of a mid level price. And so that's when I came out with the uh, Cardinal House line of pipes, and uh, that's, that's named after my uh, my house here on Cardinal Place in Florida, and uh, my little workshop sits behind. My house here on Cardinal, and uh, and that's where I make all of my pipes, my Canoy pipes, and my Cardinal House pipes. And uh, and so the Cardinal House pipes are introduced to to give my my uh, I don't know my customer base, my fans, I guess you could say, a a lower end option. You know, rather rather than having to wait you know for a long time for one of my Canoy pipes to become available and then you know have to pay a lot of money, you know. Now I can produce more Cardinal House pipes so that, you know, hopefully at any given time there's a couple available and uh, cost them much less money and, and then they can get that, you know, kind of, kind of like that high-grade experience, you know, for not high-grade money. Yeah. And, but uh, what fascinates me about you is that uh, that your company has a broad range of items it offers. But you have your Kanoi pipes, you have your Cardinal House pipes, and I seen here recently you decided to jump off in the t-shirt business also. Well, you know, I've always had a passion for clothing, and t-shirts in general. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just messing. Yes. Um, you know, uh, yeah, t-shirts. Um, I'll have to admit, I'm a fan of t-shirts. I've got plenty of t-shirts. Um, they've got brands and logos on them and stuff like that. Um, I've never offered a T-shirt with my own my own brand or logo on it until recently. Um, and, and you know, it's it, it's kind of been a, a big thing of controversy, and, <laughs> and I'm sure you and, and some of your listeners know what I'm talking about. Yeah. But you know, I think the turning point came when uh, you know I'm a, I'm a big fan of of Breitling watches. Yes, sir. And, uh, I recently went to uh, the Sun and Fun Air Show here in Lakeland, and I uh, saw the Brightland Jet Team, and uh, and I found that that probably more than anything else, I wanted to take home a Brightland souvenir, you know, like a like a T-shirt <laughs> or a hat or something. And I did buy a hat at the show, uh, but they didn't have any Brightland T-shirts, and, and I was really kind of disappointed. And, uh, and that kind of just made me think, you know, I don't know, maybe maybe. Some of my customers want some Canoy t-shirts. Maybe I should just, you know, go with the flow and put out the t-shirts. So, uh, 
and uh you gonna get into the bumper sticker keychain uh shot glass uh little rubber bracelet business also well you, you know I'm, I'm running it past ford okay okay good <laughs> good 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 yeah, I, I i don't know i mean i think yeah. uh i think i'll stick with t-shirts for a little while you know it, Maybe we can team up on a bumper sticker. The 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 Kanoi pipes, pipers talk bumper stickers. We should, we should do that. <laughs> yeah, we can do that. We can do that. We can do that. Yeah, I can get on here and I can advertise them, and we'll get them all sold within a week. I'm sure. So, I'm sure we will. So go, so we'll go ahead and we'll order about two million to start with, just so we know what we have to work with. Do you think that's enough, though? I don't. know. Well, yeah. Better make it three. Better make it three. Yeah. Better make it three. Yeah. And uh, what kind of pipes do you like to smoke? What what style? Well, as far as styles are concerned, um, I really like the simple billiard. Um, it's, it's, it's just kind of... And, and this is another thing. You know, again, back, back when I started carving pipes, the, the, the styles, the pipes that I was making and the pipe styles that I was attracted to they were you know the, the fancy freehands with all the flourishes and and uh, and and the wings and the curves and the plateau top and all this stuff and uh, it it really took me a long time I mean years and years and years before I could just just appreciate all the simple subtle lines of a of a well made billiard you know there's there's a there's an art to a billiard itself you know and 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 when it's made right, it looks fantastic. And when it's not made right, it's just kind of off, you know. But, you know, another thing about the billiard is, is that it's, there's nothing extraneous about a billiard, you know. If you think about the, uh, if you think about the tobacco chamber and the draft hole, and then you just, you just put a little bit of wood right around the tobacco chamber and the draft hole, that's what you've got. You've got a billiard, you know, it's nothing extra. It's just, uh, it, it, it's kind of like the, it's like the purest, most righteous shape of pipe, you know, <laughs> with nothing extra. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but yeah, for me, you, you know, the billiards just kind of, uh, I, I like the form, um, and I like the function of it. It's just a very functional, you know, no frills kind of, uh, simple pipe, you know, it does the job that it's meant to do and, uh, without a lot of extra stuff. Uh, look at my collection. Um, nine out of every ten pipes I have are billiards. Alright. And what kind of tobaccos do you like to smoke? You know, there's, there's a time, for me, there's a time for just about any type of tobacco. And, uh, there are, I, I don't typically like aromatics, but there are a few really good aromatics that, that I can stomach. Um, uh, especially some of the uh, STG stuff uh, or the stuff that they make, the uh, W.O. Larson stuff. Uh, they've, they've got some really good aromatics. So every once in a while, I'll pick me out a good aromatic. Uh, every once in a while, I'll sit down with a good English, uh, you know, some, some Balkan Sobrani uh, or some uh, GLPs. GLPs have some great Englishes. But probably 
99.9% of the time, I'm smoking Virginia's and Virginia Creek blend. Uh, right now, I'm smoking some Newminster 400 uh, Superior Navy Flake, uh, which is really good tobacco. It's a, uh, it's a really good value. I think you get like a pound of it for 30-something dollars, like smoking pipes or something like that. Um, uh, love me some Orlick. Um, I love me some McClellan's Christmas here. Uh, all of McClellan's Virginia's, uh, and McClellan's Virginia's probably some of my best, uh, uh, some of my favorites. Uh, Rattray's, Hell of the Wind. Uh, yeah, I'm a big Virginia guy. I mean, I'll, I'll smoke just about any kind of blend, um, from, uh, you know, Balkans to aromatics and everything in between at some point. But most of the time, I'm sitting with a good Virginia. Oh, I'm not going to go out on a limb and say I'll smoke any kind of blend. I'll say I'll try anything, but uh, <laughs> that's about it. That's about it. I print, I tend to stick with just two. Uh, yeah. I, I'm not a huge change person. What are your thoughts on corncob pipes? Um, corncob pipes are good. Um, I've got uh, one, two, three, four, five. I've got five that, uh, that get smoked pretty regularly in my workshop. Um, they're, uh, I don't know, man. They're, I mean, they're pipes. Um, they're inexpensive. Uh, smoke tobacco out of them. Yeah, I got, yeah, I mean, you know, I, <laughs> they're, cor- they're, they're pipes, you know, they're, <laughs> you know, I just tried some corn cobs. I just tried them cobs about, oh, about a month ago. Got my first set of cobs and actually I smoke them quite regularly now simply because yeah. they're just so convenient. They are convenient. Like you said, they're cheap. They're light. You know, you ain't gotta, you ain't gotta spend a whole lot of time taking care of them because you can always throw it away and get another one for five or six bucks. Yeah. You don't have to, they don't require a whole lot of attention. Yeah. Well, and, yeah, and that's the thing about it. You know, it's like, uh, I don't know. It's like, it's like if you, if you think about a car, you know, you, you can go get you a, a beater off a of Craigslist or something for 500 bucks, and it'll get you from point A to point B. You know, it'll it'll take you to the store and back to get your groceries and, and all that. Um, so so that's that's kind of that's kind of what corn cob pipes are. They're pipes, smoke them, you know, and that's fine. Now now, granted, some people might take that beater and you know that beater of a car and put a put a fancy stereo system in it or put some nice wheels on it, you know, <laughs> or put a velour interior in it or something like that. Put, put one of them. Up the corn cob pipes. Put one of the little pissed off bumblebee muffler tips on it. Make it sound <laughs> tough. Yeah, but, you, you know, that's fine. You know, whatever. But, um, but then, you know, uh, if, let's, let's say you want to go, you want to go across country or something, you know, or you want to go out for, for a night out on the town or something, you know, and you have it within your means to take, uh, I don't know, you, you, I don't, I don't want to get on car brands or anything, but, but let's just say, for instance, a, uh, a nice mid-range Ford or something, you know, and a relatively late model, you know, it's got, it's got a nice interior, kind of a faux leather interior, cool looking dashboard, and maybe a little faux wood grain in there, and the paint looks nice and all that, you know, it, it doesn't, it usually doesn't do a better job of getting you from point A to point B, does it? 
No, not really. Well, yeah, actually, yeah. Yeah. The odds of it making but, it to point B is a lot better than the $500 off Craigslist. <laughs> yeah, but, but you know, the, the, in general, the results are the same. You got yeah. point A to point B. Like yeah. pipes, you know, you got your corn cob pipe, you smoke tobacco in it, you deliver smoke into your lungs, and you're happy, and, and you taste the smoke. But, you know, you, you, you move up a step, and you get you a, a, you know, a nice briar pipe, you know, and then not only do you have something that's delivering smoke, you know, and, and, and tasting good, but then you get to look at it, and you get to, to look at the nice grain, and, uh, you know, think about the, the hands that crafted it, and, and, you know, really just appreciate that nice piece of briar and that nice comfortable stem, and, um, and, and, and so, so yeah, you know, corn cob pipe to me is very utilitarian, although there are people out there who like to dress them up and make them fancy, and, and, that's fine. Uh, um, I'm not going to spend time on that, um, business-wise or personally. Um, uh, but then, you know, when you get into into the briar pipes, you know, the briar pipe for me is something more more permanent and more artistic, rather than a fleeting and utilitarian corn cob pipe. Does that make any sense? Yes, sir. It does. Yes, sir. It does. What's yeah. your view? Have you? Ever, I've never smoked a Mersham pipe. Have you? Uh, yeah. What's your What's your thoughts about those? Well, um, hmm. I, I've got I've got different thoughts on Mearshams in in respect to different areas of the conversation. <laughs> um, I like Mearsham pipes. There's a place for them. Um, I've got a few Mearsham pipes. I've made a few Mearsham pipes. Um, in general. Now, if you're now if you're just going to go out to a pipe shop and buy a Mearsham pipe, my problem with Mearsham pipe is that you've got all these great master artist carvers out here in Turkey that can, I mean, that can just carve the shit out of a block of Mearsham. I'm sorry, is this an 18 and up show? Hey, it's whoever listened to it. You're good. Okay, well, they can just carve the shit out of a block of Mearsham. You know, they can they can make that block of Mearsham look like whatever animal or person, historic figure, or 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 vehicle, or or flower, or whatever you want them to make it look like, right? But they can't drill or crap. You know, <laughs> you look down in there, and 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 the holes off to the left or the right or top or bottom, or sometimes it's oval and. And sometimes it's too big and sometimes it's too little. Sometimes it doesn't even go all the way to the bowl, you know. And uh, God's honest truth, I've seen every single one of these cases. Uh, stems are all the same uh, cheap uh, uh, preformed stems that have a, you know, a, a really poorly cut slot in them and they're really thick and they're not comfortable and all that. So well, my problem with Meerschaums is that, yeah, they... On the surface, they look really good, but they're not really well made. You know, they're not really well constructed as a smoking instrument. You know, uh, they're all looks, no, no, no matter. You know, no substance to them. You know. Mm-hmm. All right. So, so every now and then, if you get lucky and you look through them, you can find one that you like that looks good and might be drilled right and might have a tolerably comfortable and functional stem. And that's okay. Um, congratulations if you found that one, and and it will provide you with a good smoke. And when that happens, you know I love Mission Pipe. Um, my frustration with 
have led me to, to make my own uh, uh, series of meerschaum pipes under my Kanoi brand, um, and and I don't make them often. Uh, there's only a few that I've made so far and sold, but you know, I've got some meerschaum left, and I'll be making some more in the future. Uh, but again, you know, the, most most of what I make comes out of a out of a desire of you know what what do I want? You know what what do I need? Out, out of, out of pipes and out of the pipe market, you know, what, what am I not seeing available? You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's my rant about fishing pipes. All right. Very good. Very good. Uh, what else would you like to rant about? Uh, tell, 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 tell well, me, tell me your views on the new FDA regulations. That ought to get you going. You know, I, I've been busy making pipes. And I haven't been reading up too much on it. But here's the thing. I mean, just about any government regulation, I'm, I'm, I'm against right off the bat until somebody can put up a good argument for it. Um, I think it sucks that, that pipe tobacco and, and, and uh, uh, cigars are being lumped in with cigarettes um, um, in the regulations and in general as the general anti-tobacco stigma. Um, I think in, in my opinion, I'm probably going to piss off a couple of my good friends by doing this, but I think some of our pipe tobacco industry and cigar industry leaders need to be um, maybe lifting their voices a little louder uh, against this regulation. Although I, I know, I know if all of the pipe tobacco blenders got together, it's, it's still not a very big voice because there's there's just not that many of them. No, you know, but, you know what. Tomorrow. What's today? Today's Tuesday? Today yeah. Tuesday. Yeah. yeah. So y'all not when this show's aired. It'd be before this show's aired. But as of today, Tuesday, whatever the heck today is, uh, tomorrow, I'm going to have a very, very, very higher up of uh, the IC, IPCRP or Interna- uh, International Premium Cigar. IPCPR. I, I, I still say RTDA because I can't remember all the new letters. Yeah, but anyways, the the international, the international premium cigar and pipe retailers association or tobacco retail, whatever it is, up there in Washington D.C. They're they're gonna be calling me tomorrow to record a show, and they're gonna tell us all about it. That way, everybody yeah. can stop asking questions. You know, they got. I guess they got a. A whole team of lawyers up there working on it, and they're trying to break it down. They're gonna go on here and tell us all about it. I yeah. think uh, it sounds but, to me you know, like sounds to me like a bunch of nonsense, really. Yeah, but you, you know, it's worst is the worst with with the way it's it's you know with the way it's looking right now. I mean, there there are a lot of blends that came out after the uh, what what is it the two thousand six grandfathering end date or whatever it was something like that yeah there's a lot of good blends that came out after that but to be honest with you and and i hate i hate to see them all go but to be honest with you worst case scenario under what's coming is we go back to what we had before 2006 and i i seem to recall that i was perfectly fine with the with the pipe tobacco that i had back then <laughs> you know? yeah so I'm just, so I'm not really panicking. It's going to be sad if this if this thing comes to fruition and a lot of these new blends go. Yeah, I think uh, the actual changeover dates uh, is August the eighth or something like that. Yeah, but yeah. Yeah, and, and so yeah, it'll be sad. But 
not the end of the world. But that's not to say that that you know somebody shouldn't you know you know some somebody should be should be speaking out against it. You know maybe and like you said you know maybe maybe some of these blenders should be talking to some people in Washington or um, uh, I don't know. I mean I I, I know. I know you're not supposed to do any advertising in the tobacco industry anymore, but there needs to be some kind of a an educational campaign uh, taking place so that we can we can differentiate the world of pipe, pipe tobacco and cigars from cigarettes, which is nearly not even tobacco at all. Well, you know what? My show is one thousand percent advertising. That's all it is. So you know what? Yeah. Why, why don't you find me someone that can do all the educating on that? I'll tell you what, if I knew somebody, I'd have them all, all over it already. <laughs> well, if someone, if anyone listening knows someone who wants to do that, well, they got all the time they want on my show to tell us all about it. Yeah. But, uh. That sounds like a good offer. Yeah, it does. It does. I mean, heck, I'm going to have lobbyists on here anyway, so. Sounds good. Might as well. Might as well. How are people going to look at your pipes and how are they going to contact you? my pipes on my website that's at walkanoid.com um google it spell it the best you can i'm sure it'll come up eventually um i've got some uh I don't, can i plug my retailers <laughs> i don't care what you do man this is your show you can uh, plug I've anybody you want to on, uh, smokingpipes.com you can see uh both canoy pipes and cardinal house pipes on there i've got some uh cardinal house pipes on tobaccopipes.com as well um and, uh, you know, find me on Instagram, find me on Facebook. You can see what I've got on the workbench right now. You know, all my pipes are made, you know, one at a time by me in my little workshop here from start to finish, from block and rod to finished product. And, uh, I post pictures on Instagram, Facebook of, uh, a lot of times. Yes, I'm not too busy working to take pictures. You know, I post pictures of, uh, the pipes that I've got in progress, uh, up on Instagram, Facebook. See what's coming up. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm out there. Just get my last name right, and uh, you'll find me. <laughs> All right. Well, y'all heard him. Go find the man. Order a pipe. Order a pipe. And uh, y'all, uh, if you're in my group on Facebook, pay attention to what's going on. Good old Walt Canoy here. He never uh, never disappoints when it comes to speaking his mind. And. Uh, <laughs> If you're not in my group listening to this, well, go on and join it. That way you can catch in on all the fun. You can catch in on all the fun. And y'all keep an eye out for the Walt Canoy slash Piper's Top Bumper stickers. There's going to be 30 million of them. And uh, I expect them gone within 24 hours. Because I don't want to have to look at them. Bike show near you. Yeah, coming to a bike show near you. Well, I know it's late, Darren Lakeland. And I'm, I guess I'm going to let you go. Alright, man. And I appreciate you coming on the show. And we will. It was great talking to you. Alright, well, appreciate it, buddy. Good night. Alright, thanks a lot. Bye bye. Alright, y'all, that concludes my show for the day. Y'all look me up on my website, listen to the past shows, housebriar.com. You can find me on iTunes and SoundCloud. Just go in there and search for Piper's Talk. Y'all, I got a Facebook group. If you ain't a member, join up. Meet all kinds of cool people. See the updates, what's going on with the show. The group is, of course, Piper's Talk. So until next time, y'all, I am Piper George with House of Briar Piper's Talk Radio. And uh, y'all do like I'm going to do right now. And have a good night and keep on smoking. Smoking.